That's what I'm saying. Does this turn the screen turn off? No. Nah. Like it won't time. It won't like go on sleep mode. No. Nah. Okay. Every time it's done, I mean, it's it's pretty much stayed there. So yeah. I don't think we'll have an issue. I mean, it's what seven fifty one. Bet. <clears throat> check 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 check. All right, my boy. Mike, check. Sipping on some luxury rum. Sipping on rum. Check check. All right, we need to start it right. Yeah, we got five, four, three, two, two one. But do 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 do. do. Oh, uh, forty-five, forty-seven. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. Dun, dun. Nah, nah, dun. nah. That's nah, what man. I was like. I, I had to go to my gaps, man. Forty-five, forty-seven. <laughs> Third set. What is it? Uh, I can't remember the first ones. That's fucking sad because I've seen that movie easily over a hundred times. Easily. A thirty-eight, forty-seven. A 46 a 35 all right all right all right all right all right so welcome to prolific podcast the first official fucking episode first first of many attempts first of many cheers my brother cheers cheers to a happy new year happy new cheers year to, to the too. first official episode prolific thoughts podcast damn i fucked up let's start again i keep saying fucking thoughts i forgot about my thoughts somewhere Fuck it, let it rock, bro. Hey, cheers to Prolific it. Podcast, man. Prolific Podcast. We're not perfect. Prolific Podcast. We're man. not perfect. We here, man. Cheers, cheers. We're not here day. seeking perfection. We're just being who we are. We're being who we are, authentic, live, and direct. It's just that that just goes to show the uh, the trial and error we've had so far. Yep. So changing names, though. trying to figure out which cameras to use. We're, audio we're, issues. We're gonna become experts after this because we've learned in the last two weeks. More than I've ever known about engineering, about videoing, about editing, audio, audio, mics, the whole nine. But you know what? We don't gotta hire nobody. We don't gotta, you know. Not yet. Not yet. At least until we get that Soon bag. Until we get that Spotify check, <laughs> we'll have someone sitting right there. Have everything hooked up. We get to see everything right there. We'll be alright. Facts. Be so chilling. what's up, man? How was your New Year, man? Happy New Year. Happy 2021. We here. 2021, man. The transition. Yep. I'm like calling that. it the transition. It's gonna be a good transition. You got any resolutions yet? Um, let me take my sip real quick. Take the sip, let it, let it hit. You know what sip I mean? with that Jesus juice. <laughs> Sorry, Christians. Yeah, um, honestly, bro, like, I feel like I've told you before, like, for this year, honestly, it's just all the projects that I've already kind of initiated to come into like fruition. So mm. obviously, us with this podcast. You know, I'm working on some other things, too, with the Amazon and all this other stuff. So, uh, my brand, also. Shout, Shout out, out to your brand. You know Elevate Vibration. Oh, follow him at. Got my little sapiosexual t-shirt on right now. Uh-huh. Y'all know what sapiosexual is. I fuck with you. I heard you. But, um, yeah, man. Honestly, just all of that, just to finally, you know, the roots that I've been, the seeds that I've been planting for so long to kind of just start sprouting. Mm-hmm. You done. You done enough planning. Now it's time to yeah, make man. them shits grow. Yeah. Heard you. And Heard it's you. my physical, you know, physical and mental health. Those are the only things I'm worried about, bro. That's what's making up, sure bro. my family's good. That's what's up. That's what. That's what's most important. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, without health, bro, what the fuck? We ain't got nothing. That's why we on this bike ride tomorrow morning. You're hey. six fifteen. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's good to hear, man. What uh, about you, G? Same thing, man. It's just clear mindset this year. Uh, you know. 
uh, just finished my vision board, so I have a couple things up. I see. Hold on, let me just catch. Not, not sticking to not sticking to any material things like I, I would in the past. Uh, you know, just focus on like you said, man, health, uh, wealth, not necessarily financially, just wealth in general, abundance. You know what I mean? Well, um, I have a question for you. What do you think is more important, mental or physical health? Mental. Why? <clears throat> physically, you can be obese. Phys- physically, you can be out of shape. Physically, you know, you can have a broken leg, but physically you can recover. If you can't, if you can't control your mental, you can deteriorate your whole life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's something that unfortunately, you know, builds up anxiety, depression, and all those things. So mentally, it's definitely a lot more challenging to stay focused and in the game and just like sane versus mm. physical. Physical, I think, is just the easy aspect of it. Especially when there's fucking lipo and a whole bunch of shit that women are doing nowadays. Get that shit snatched. With their fucking income tax. Shout out to y'all, though. I was talking to one of my homegirls the other day on DM, and she was like, oh, I'm definitely going to do a BBL, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, so what you want? You want a Colombian just saying, yo, let me get the Dykeman special? I want the Dykeman bartender special. Shout out to Dykeman, though. You're... Yo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking waist looking like a fucking... <sighs> yeah, man. But it I don't, is, I don't... It is what it is. The times that we're living in, Um, you know... And it's gonna happen, you know. Once, once, once men come out with the easy way out, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of bro, a lot of men's out here with eight, eighteen packs on their stomachs, talking about yeah, I only spent, I only spent two thousand for it, you know. But it is what it is. Teach their own, you know. Yeah, shortcuts. It. That's their, you know, that's gotta, their thing. Gotta let them live. Yeah, man. But yeah, well, I, I agree, bro. I agree with you with the mental thing. I was just curious. Yeah, I was gonna see. I was gonna say what we'll, we'll ask you. What we'll, we'll prompt you to ask me? <laughs> no, it's just you know because a lot of people think it's like you know if I'm gonna eat healthy, hit the gym, and everything like that. You know, but the mind has so much control over you know you. So it's like if you are healthy, but your mind's all fucked up. You know what I mean? And you're all you know all screwed up and everything like that. Shit is gonna pop up into your life you're gonna be like oh i'm sick or you know it's just like if your mind is not healthy then you, you just you have you can't be healthy yeah, bro. you can't control anything and there's like um a guy i follow a lot joe dispenza he talks about like he he pretty much simplifies how our brain chemistry works into like like a little kid can understand it mm-hmm. which is fucking beyond me because it's like bro that is such complex science that you're putting it in simple terms is ridiculous but he talks a lot, like one of his quotes is like, your personality becomes your personal reality. So mm. like who you are becomes what you live, like what you, you know what I mean? Like your life, essentially. Yeah. So if you're a miserable prick, you know what I mean? You're just That's all you're going to be is miserable around you. You know what I mean? But if you have a, a young a young mindset, a young, healthy mindset, like with life and everything and gratitude and all this, it's just like that is who you become. You and know, everything you see, will fall into place. You see old people here, especially here in Miami, like just with life. Like, like, bro, you're like 70, 80 years old and you're still like, boom, Fully like, let's life. go. And then you see other people that are like 40 and they're just like crumbling. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's... I feel like a lot of that is the mind. Like if you, everyone says like, you know, are you getting older, this and that. And and I truly believe the age is just, age is just in the mind, bro. If you maintain a young mind, like you just feel like a kid all the time, you're, you're going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. I believe. Mental state, I don't know. I'll see when I get there. I'll see when you get there. When you get there, though, you get there. Mental mm. state, man. So it's good to get. Ain't nothing, man. Let's get straight into it, man. I was thinking, um, you know, a couple things, you know, that we obviously were going on in the world right now with COVID and everything. But, um, you know, 
I've had a couple conversations with people just about relocation, you know, and I thought first thing I want to do is bring this up because, you know, we both have lived in other places and relocated multiple times. Mm. You know what I mean? So what are your thoughts on that? Give me like a tell me more a little bit about when you relocated, how you relocated, where you relocated to. I know you lived in DR and Atlanta. You lived in Providence. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Connecticut, Puerto Rico. Connecticut. I, I remember there was another place. I was yeah. in another place. So I mean, how do you feel about relocation? Like, like how? When did you decide to relocate? At what age? At what mindset? What was going on? Well, most of it, honestly, was not my fucking decision growing up. You know, um, unfortunately, we you know we go through that. Yeah, with, you know, you know, we talked about actually recently about you know our upbringings and everything mm-hmm. like that. And when it came to certain situations, it was like, all right, well, we got to go, you know? And it's funny because I don't remember, I don't remember being, I don't remember it affecting me. Granted, who the, who knows? My subconscious must be all, you know, may, may be all screwed up, but on the inside, honestly, I don't remember, like, I'm just like, okay, well, we have to move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know any better. That's just like, that's, that's just, just that's life. what my life yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're going to go move here. We're going to move there. And, um, you know, we, well, I was raised for my young years as a, an infant in Dominican Republic. And then when we moved back, it was like from Providence, mostly in Providence. And then, you know, I moved to Connecticut after, you know, some time. I went back to Providence. I stayed there for until college and everything. And um, then I moved to Atlanta after some time. So I moved into Atlanta after I had graduated like two years after college. And I loved it there, man. It was two years there. Um, oh, so you passed? Like, you actually graduated? Uh, by the skin of my teeth. All right, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, C's got degrees, baby. You know what I'm saying? No. Nah, I was, I'm surprised, bro. <laughs> Your boy was working two jobs, sometimes three jobs, doing that, running, a, helping run a fraternity, partying, trying to have a social life, and uh, still trying to do homework and at still, the same time. And still trying to get that paper. Dog. And I, I'm not talking about money. <laughs> I'm talking about that certificate. Salute. Absolutely. Shout out to college graduates. Yeah, damn it. Cheers to that. We're cheers to that. I'm, I mean, a college, I'm a college dropout, so you know. It's bro. I, I, I commend I commend you guys because I couldn't do it. I, my situation was different, but we'll get into that later on. Go ahead. Yeah, but there's a mis. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. Some people think it's like they're better than everybody because they have a piece of paper that says that they complete something, which it doesn't really mean shit nowadays. You know, it's depends on the industry. You know, depends yeah. I mean, you're not gonna have like a fucking street doctor like, yeah, yeah. taking out your appendix or something. But, yeah. um, but yeah, man. So I, I moved to Atlanta. You know, loved it there, and then I eventually ended up finding my way here. Um, but let me actually go back. I lived in Dominican Republic when I was 17. Oof, lived cru- there for crucial age, right there. Crucial age, dog. Straight out of high school, moved there for three years into a third world country, got smacked by just cultural reality of just, just culture shock, man. Being that I am Dominican, but it's like, you don't know what life is until you go into one of those countries and see what poverty is, mm-hmm. what what life really is for most of the world that's not in the U.S. And then you got... Dominicans calling you gringo. Oh, 100%. Like, Which yo, you don't belong wild, here. It's wild. It's wild. And, but, like, you know, I was training I was training baseball over there, and I was in a camp. And Were you left or right bench? Uh, no, I was center. Yeah, I, center. I, was, oh, I started had... off left, and then I, they moved were me you... to center. But that's where all the water was. So when the guys came in, you know, I was giving them so. That's lit. So you had two positions at the same time. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, but, you know, I, I like to hustle, bro. Shout out you know, to you. I like you to hustle. You know, I want to be a team player, but I also am trying to move up. You feel me? 
So, <laughs> but um, like being in that camp in the in the beginning, bro. Like those dudes just don't they don't fuck with you. They don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. They don't fuck around, and they don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. It's like you weren't born here. You're you're not from here. Like which is crazy, right? Not to interrupt you, but which is crazy though, because me growing up, I also had that mentality. Now I didn't live in Dior. Like my mentality growing up was, if I don't know you, I'm not talking to you. School yeah, anywhere yeah. else until like we become boys and cool and like yeah. you know it's different. But like I could I could be in the lunchroom and like somebody behind me is literally tapping me and trying to talk to me. I'd be like, yo, like what, nigga? Yeah. Like that was my response. So like I understand that because they're very guarded over there and they'll be like, yo, get your gringo ass out of here, you Dominican. And yeah. Like, so what? Your name is blah blah blah. You know? Yeah. Like, they don't yeah. give a fuck, yeah. dude. <laughs> Especially like. I was the new kid in the camp, yeah. so it was just like forget about it. Who You're the, the freshman. It? You're the freshman. I'm the freshman, and I'm the I'm the foreigner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was a little jealousy in the sense that like, oh, he may get more shine than us because he's not from here. Blah blah blah. But soon enough, they figured out. I'm like, bro, I'm here just like I'm. I'm getting sun just like all of y'all. Every day practicing, training. I'm with you guys every single day doing the same shit that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So eventually, you know, I gained their respect. Like, yo, I'm here with you guys. We're, we're all doing the same shit. We all have the same goal, you know. But that was a very big chapter in my life because that transitioned who, my whole identity. Mm. You know, before I moved there, I'm not saying that I'm a brat, though, that I was a brat, but I, I, I was. I mean, in a sense, like I was spoiled. Because if I needed something, I can go get it. Yeah. If whatever, I hit up my mom or whatever. Yeah, you're back. when you're back home, you got that's home base. That's exactly. Like, that's, like that's I have it. what I need. My yeah. mom's going to cook and this and that and whatever. But when I moved over there, psh, bro. There was none of that. It was none of that. It was like, you need to figure it out. And if you can't, well, then you're fucked. So you moved over there by yourself. Dolo. Yeah, dolo. No cousins, no brothers, no friends, no... Primo, que estaba ahí, like... I have family over there, but I lived in my house by myself. Yeah. So I was like, it's I had a, I had a cousin who would come stay sometimes, but he's, you know, a little kook. Um, but um, for the most part, I was just by myself, 24-7. Like, if I'm not at training, I would be at home by myself. So what made you... So going back to the whole relocating, because you were 17. So before that, you were in Providence. Before that, uh, no, I was in Connecticut. I went to... My mom had got... My mom had got married, remarried, and her husband had a house in Connecticut, so we moved over there. Okay. And I went to high school there, and from there, I would go back and forth to province because that's just my always my home. I always yeah. felt comfort. So like, yeah. I'd go to school during the week, and on the weekends, I'm back in Providence. Um, and how I got there was my dad's friend because I'm left-handed, and you know my height and everything. My dad's friend was like, "Well, why didn't your son ever play baseball?" For those of you who don't know, my dad was locked up for most of my life. So he wasn't able to kind of put me into sports like that. Like I play basketball. I love basketball, um, but I never got into baseball. And the guy was like, dude, like you should at least try. I'm like, bro, I'm 17. Like I never played baseball in my fucking life. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. So he's like, just train with me for a couple weeks and we'll see what kind of talent you have. And I literally trained with him for less than two weeks. And he was like, bro, you need to go to DR. Yeah. Like, I, you have potential. You should go. And I was in college at the time. I was going to Housatonic College in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I was going to become a what I wanted to be was a crime scene, like a, a crime scene investigator. Because I used to CSI love show. like putting shit together and just figuring shit out. So I was going to transfer to University of New Haven, which is the best school, one of the best schools in 
the world for crime scene investigation or just criminology and all that shit. Um, and I just, I literally dropped out. I just went to school, dropped out of everything. And the next week I was, it was November 1st. I remember it was November 1st, the day after Halloween, November 1st, 2000, I think eight. And I just left and that was it. I moved and I didn't know what the fuck I was getting myself into. You were trying to figure it out. I was just like, everyone's telling me that it's something I should be doing. Maybe I should just try it. I didn't have no say, no like not even like a doubt. I just dropped out and I was in on a plane the next week. Jesus. Moving to a third world country, not knowing with one what bag, the, one bag of your clothes and everything you possibly own. And bro, just like, it was just, just I didn't went, I didn't go there with nothing. Like I was just like, you know, if I'm gonna be in DR, I don't wanna be flashy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because not. over there that's how, you know, some shit can shit can get turned nah, really. Like, I really tell quick. people all the time, I'm like, even us that we're Dominican, right? Like even though we're Americanized, we're Dominican. The minute we land in the airport, there's already eyes on us. You know what I mean? They could tell by the way we dress, whether we walk, the way we talk. Like, we're not, fr- we don't live in DR. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's an automatic target. And I'm always on defense mode. Oh. You know what I mean? Anywhere I travel to. You have to be. You know? So, Especially over there. Like, yeah. and that was a lot of, like, the transition of my life was becoming a man yeah. there. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I got to the point where I realized there is no 911. Yeah. There is no, yo, my boys, yo, primo, or whatever. Like, yo, these dudes just jumped me. I need your help. Or yeah. these dudes are, you know, messing with me at the camp. I need someone to come back me up because I can't fight all these dudes alone. Mm-hmm. And they got machetes, yo. Hurry up. Dead ass. So <laughs> it was like, all that psychologically puts into your head, like, you're all you have. Yeah. So you have to figure this shit out. And I didn't really speak Spanish when I moved over there. Spanish was my first language, and then I learned English. Even more reason to call you gringo. What? What? Bro. So you lucky you didn't have green eyes. It would have uh, been a rap for you. It would have been a rap for you. You're already blanquito. Yo, you know what I mean? Like, it would have been a rap for you. And my, where my dad is from is La Romana, which is predominantly, so like, it, it's where a lot of uh, the Haitian demographic has, has migrated due to, like, the sugarcane and all that stuff. So, like, they, they work in those fields. So a lot of people in La Romana are dark skin. Yeah. So you put me in the mix. They're like, all right, this dude doesn't belong here. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who the fuck is he? And is he 12? Yo, is, he, oh, he's, he, is he the feds? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is 100% DEA. But um, it, it was just, I, I do not regret it whatsoever because everything and all that I am today is because of that trip. All those experiences. 100%. A lot of horrible shit happened to me there i saw a lot of fucking like mortifying things but it shaped you but it's it's just it's made me who i am and i know i know i'm not a bad person i don't have like i'm not like grimy or nothing like that so it's i just know that all that fucked up shit turned me into who i am and it's just like now i'm just like it's cool when i was living in it fuck that bro it was like never ending bro it's like i was gonna i was gonna die there do you think so do you think going back to like the whole topic of like relocating right like Especially now, right, with COVID going on. There's a lot of people that are full remote. A lot of companies shut down, offices, and they're like, you know what? We can still operate. Everybody work from home. If you had the opportunity now at 30... I'm 21. All right, at plus 12 or 13? <laughs> That's where I'm at. 30, I'm 33, so you're 32. Car- no, or 31. 31. 31. You're turning 32. Not until, not until a while, bro. Okay. Pump those brakes. So... Going back to like, if you had the opportunity now, right? Not so much of like, yo, I got to go somewhere. If you had, or actually, you know what? We'll take the same scenario. Let's say some opportunity comes up, not to play sports, obviously, because you're watched. But if they were like, yo, go to London 
you know, would you do it right now, knowing that you could potentially have a job secured, you know, make American money, but you're living somewhere else? Like, would you take that risk right now that you took when you were 17? Let's use somewhere else besides London, because if I'm making American dollars in London, I'm, I'm stuck get, on I'm I just finished watching Top less. Boy. I was watching Top Boy, bruv. Summer, so, <laughs> summer house. <laughs> Well, if you're getting paid in fucking in fucking dollars, and you're, you're, you're not making enough money, you're kid. not making enough. I'm not money, making bro. peas. I didn't want to make peas. <laughs> so yeah, the pound to fucking dollar issue, I'd be yeah. making fucking pennies. But um, I would I would definitely do it. I mean, I don't see it as where it's a job opportunity. Like I see it as a life experience. Mm. Um, but would you do that? Would you take that like quote unquote life experience now? Right at this age. It's, so basically, yeah. Okay, I would. Okay. I would. I mean, right now, I mean, I don't know if I've expressed to you, but I, I've seriously contemplated moving to Thailand for like six months. Yeah, you know, and just training more Thai and just living there. Like it's it's so cheap that with a good amount of savings, like I can live there for six months for you know discover a whole on a whole another side of you that you never. You know what I mean? And just be by myself again and yeah. see how I am at this age by myself yeah. opposed to when I was seventeen. Um, and I've, I've been looking up like, you know, uh, Muay Thai training camps and stuff like that, because a lot of them, um, help you get your, you can go there like on an educational visa essentially cause you're learning Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, and they can set up everything for you, but, um, I would, I would do it depending obviously what it is. I'm not going to go there to be a fucking receptionist or some funny shit. You know, I, it would have to be something that has some type of weight to it. Mm hmm. Um, but I would definitely do it because I, I don't know, man. I just, the way I look out and life is just, I want to fill my life with so many experiences and different experiences that when I get to an age that I'm like, damn dog, I've done, I've A done lot. so much shit. Yeah. That is one of my biggest fears is I get to an elderly age. Uh, and I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck did I really do? Like, you know, Word yeah, I traveled go, right? a little like, bit. Yeah. I've done this, I've done that, but like, what the fuck have I really done, you know? And I, I take that shit so serious. So if 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 there was a, a position that opened up, hell yeah, you know what I mean? If it's worth it, and I can make some money, and then you know, still be able to like take care of my family or whatever, like yeah, fuck it, I'll do it, bro. You know, I really, I don't have any. I I don't like. It's gonna sound stupid or or kind of like egotistical, but. If an if an opportunity pops up, you know what I mean. I I, I like to feel where I be like fuck it. If I want to do it, I'm all You'll I'm do gone. Yeah. Let's go. And that's good, man. That's good. I, the reason why I ask you is because you know relocation. It's it's uh, it's something that I've discussed you know with my girl, and it's obviously everybody's different. Everybody has you know my situation is very different. Everybody knows I have kids, right? Like my daughters are 15 yeah. now. You know, um, I was so tied to like I gotta stay in Miami. I gotta stay in Miami. You know, because I have to do my father thing. You know, I gotta be yeah. present, not just like a a part-time dad, you know what I mean? Um, um, so I would love to live in another country, right? Like, and I, I thought about this the other day and I said, wow, if I were to get presented the job opportunity, not necessarily my job, cause obviously I'm in real estate now, but just like any job, like where they're paying me American dollars, but the cost of living is so mm -hmm. cheap. I would love to do it. Obviously I'm very different cause you know, I, I wouldn't want to leave the high school years of my daughters out there and now, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I've made that sacrifice. It's like, nah, I got to stay here. And then, you know, worst case scenarios when they turn 18, I want them to travel. Luckily mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, we want to go to school like in Boston or something like that. And they're really into like their medicine stuff. And I'm like, do it. Mm -hmm. Cause like you said, going back to the whole experiences thing, people don't understand. It's like, 
life is really just experiences and you learn from that and you develop your personality and your characteristics and your strengths and your weakness. Like you develop yourself so much as a person through experiences, whether mm -hmm. good or bad. Mm -hmm. So like experience don't necessarily mean like the, the bullshit that we go through here, the bills, yeah, the car no, accidents, totally the, the fucking Miami drivers. Like now I'm talking about put yourself in a position mm -hmm. like when you're in DR. So when I moved, I moved back to New York when I was an adult, like I went to middle school and high school here. Mm. I, I don't know what the fuck happened before my life, before I was seven. Mm -hmm. I just remember waking up. I think we had this conversation. Yeah, trauma. I, to me, like, <laughs> probably trauma. But I remember for some, my life, to me, in my eyes, my life started when I was, like, in first grade. I don't know what the fuck happened before that. But, yeah. you know, so I went to school here. But I was like, man, I always want to move back to the city, man. I always want to My sister left when she was fucking 15. And I was like, oh, I got my sister over there, blah, 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 and everything's good. But when I actually got there, as an adult, I was like, shit. Like you said, there is no mommy. Like, mm. there is no, oh, my room is straight. Like, my, you know, I could drive a nice car and only give my mom $200 to help out, Deacon. You know what I mean? So, like, I look back at those experiences that, and and when I was there as an adult, New York's an expensive ass city. Everybody uh, knows that. Yeah. If you're not making 100 k plus, minimum, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to survive in New York City. Mm. So, imagine that. I was over there, you know, bartending and serving, making, like, $300, $400 a week. And to you, it's like, oh, I'm making money. Nah, it wasn't even like... Oh, but well, you were older, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I was 20, still thinking of like I was 23. Yeah. I was 23, so I was like, yo, this ain't shit. And then my daughters were already five. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nigga, 300 that's not, is not going to cut it. Ain't, <laughs> shit ain't going to cut it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, nah, I got to get the fuck... But I had to go through that, you yeah. know, going back to experiences. So like, but when I think about it now, you know, just talk, you know, the whole relocation thing, I thought it was an interesting topic and a subject because I think now the opportunity is being presented to a lot more people. Mm-hmm. Which is, sounds weird because of COVID yeah. and because businesses are seeing, damn, we can cut down 90% of cost. Yeah. Just sending everybody home. Just sending everybody home, but we're still getting the same results. Yeah. Look at fucking Amazon. Look at just any any regular, regular company, right? How is it that people, yes, they took a loss because March, April, shit was just shut down. Mm -hmm. But when we started opening up little by little, you know, things started kind of trucking again. So I look at it now, I'm like, damn, like, would I do it? You know what I mean? And I thought that was interesting to just kind of get like people's ideas and feedback on like how they feel about that. Because a lot of people are tied down to Miami. I don't know what it is. I, I, don't, I don't. I get it, but I don't get it because I felt that way. I felt that way basically like when I got back. But my reasons were different. It wasn't because of Miami. You know what I mean? My reasons were my daughters are mm. in Miami. I have to be in Miami. Yeah. But people are just like obsessed with the nine to five. Happy well, I hour. feel like that's everywhere, bro. Like, I mean, I come from a small city, bro. Providence is, there is, there is no nothing. It's just like, okay, we're going to get a fairly good job. I'm going to have a fairly nice car and I'm chilling. Like I maybe get a wife, you know, get wifed up and maybe buy a house. Most of the time they're not even buying a fucking house. And that's it. I'm chilling for now. That's all I want. You know what I mean? And they just get fucking... Bro, I know people that have lived in Providence their entire life and have never left. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, obviously here's different. Like you got beaches. You have more to see. But it's like I've always, all the stuff that I've ever learned and developed myself have been through traveling. And my first initial, as an adult, I guess you can say, was studying abroad in Ireland. And I feel like that is what changed my mind about traveling. Cause that was my first time not going to typical Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. Puerto Rico, Miami or something in the States or something like that. Like that was my first 
real trip abroad. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, this is a culture I don't know shit about. You know what I mean? And you got to figure it out. It was it was fucking dope, bro. Like I had an amazing fucking time over there, and the, just the fact that I had that much of an amazing time was like, you know what? I need to try this. I need to do this traveling shit more mm-hmm. because this fucking this place. I, I would have never thought Ireland would be that. You know, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, and it's just all the stuff that I learned over there. I just learned like when you get to like people's stupid last like superstitions. You know what I mean? Like. I'm going over there thinking everyone's going to be redhead. You know what I mean? And, and, and was fucking this? drunks. Huh? Where was this? Ireland. Ireland. Okay. Oh, that's right. You studied in Ireland. Yeah. So I studied my last year in college there. And I worked for Hasbro, the, the um, toy company. Like they have like their European headquarters in, in, um, in uh, Waterford, Ireland. And it, it was just, I went there thinking of what, I'm I'm used to knowing what Irish people look like. I go there and I'm like, holy Irish shit! Pubs and just yeah, like no, it was like especially like the women, everything. I was like, yo, these the most some of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. I was like, holy shit! And the people were super nice everywhere you go. Like I'm expecting, all right, I'm gonna go to a bar and most likely get into a fight. Yeah, you know, like it's just thinking of a drunk Irishman and everyone was cool as fuck, bro. Like everywhere I went, I was like, oh my god! Like, Shout out to Ireland. I went to yeah. Ireland. Um, first of all, I was the shortest nigga there. Really? Damn, bro. I don't know what the fuck these niggas eat, but well, I where'd you go? God, Dublin. I went to Dublin. Yeah. yeah so I, Dublin's more like a hub of like all types of different like cult. Like when I went to Dublin, there was it was like a New York style type of melting pot from like people from all over Europe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know whatever where it was, but these niggas were passing by me. And I was <laughs> looking up. I was like. Yo, my man, like, I'm pretty tall. And obviously, there's not that many black people. So I stood out like a sore thumb. And I was like, all right, that's cool. But Ireland was beautiful, man. We went to the Cliffs of the, Cliffs of the Moor. Cliffs of the Moor. Oh, I love that place. I was man. like, man, my girl took me on this fucking tour, man. We were out there did for you, like Did you go on the top or the or you went top, in the boat? Top. Oh, you went top? Yeah, top. I was trying to take a fire pick, but she wouldn't let me. She said, oh, niggas is dying. Trying to take... And I was like, yo, just let me rock. Like, I can get this picture this flat. She wouldn't let me. Bro. I remember taking the tour on the boat and they talk about like one of the Harry Potters was shot in the like a little cave on the wall. Mm. And we're just like, oh, wow, like this is amazing. There's fucking like flying fish coming out of the water. They had like these jellyfish in the water, too, that were like sparkling. It was yeah. at, it, during the day. That shit was tripping me. The f- I've never seen it in real life, only on TV. And I'm like, yo. And then like the little puffins that yeah. have like the island where the puffins and the guy's like, oh, and by the way, this is the biggest um, hub for for suicide in in uh fucking cliff in western europe i was like what no like i think when i went i think when i went um when i went it was it was over the summer and before we went on that tour on the way on the tour like the guy was like yo be careful he mentioned this shit like 10 times and then he was like look and i mentioned it so much because literally two days ago somebody from my tour bus like was taking a selfie and fell off like and I don't think they ever found the body. Like, just letting you know. Like, that shit... That's I don't know if the water took drop, it away. Dude, that yeah, shit's like a drop. thousand feet, bro. And it's straight rocks. Yo. I, I try to look down, and I was like, I don't I would see... Even, I wouldn't even fathom even trying to look over that corner. I would, I would have a fucking anxiety. I would literally have, like, a nervous breakdown. Yeah, man. But, I don't... When it, you could throw me... I'll jump off a plane. But if you put me at the edge of something where I'm, like, looking over, I don't know what it is about my, my psyche that I just picture someone just going... <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> boop. And I'm just like, fuck. Yep. There you go. Ugh. Yeah. But like I said, man, going Majestic back. Majestic as fuck, though. Yeah. 
Project. But shout out to traveling, man. I think traveling is something that everybody should definitely take advantage of. Um, it's great experiences. Um, you really learn about yourself, man. And when you when you're also receptive to it, like when you're open to be receptive to it, like I I started to like let my guard down a lot more when I started traveling a lot more, mm. right? But like before it was like you know we traveled a party at a certain age. Mm-hmm. Now it's like yo, I really want to experience yeah. this culture. Like, I want to really exp- engulf yourself in their culture. Yeah, I'm now I'm actually low key glad that I don't got service because I'm yeah. just like I don't need to be on my fo- like. Yeah. When I went to Europe, I was the happiest person. I was like, my girl has T-Mobile, so she was good. But I was like, I leave my phone in the ho- in the hotels. Like, mm. I literally can experience. And it's amazing how much shit you really take in when you just Our take present. away the Instagram. Yeah. Take away the, oh, let me take a picture. Like, sometimes just be in the moment, you know? Yeah, just be present. Yeah, man. But, you know, just going back to, you know, going back to, you know, everything that we were talking about, about relocating. How do you think... Um, if you would say like, what was the biggest takeaway, right? Like, what do you think is the biggest takeaway for you now? Besides, you know, it building, you say that who you are, right? Mm. What do you think that really, really did for you? For me, I think it's made me adaptable Mm. to every situation. So moving around as a kid, because, you know, obviously the situation with my pops and, you know, traveling and this, and it just made it, it's made me adaptable. And that makes me almost like nothing can phase me Yeah, in the sense that like, where if you take me, you can't take me out of my comfort zone because I essentially don't really have a comfort zone. You know what I mean? So I think that I'm that not, is I'm the not peeing, biggest, by the way. Huh? I was like, I'm not peeing by the way. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> nah, it. He's, he's, he's pulling on the mics. Up. On the mics. It sounds crazy. <laughs> it's like a year on Cheers the way. To the last drink. Cheers to the last drink. But um, let me sip this real quick. It's that Nestle iced tea. <laughs> I'm drinking Arno Palmer's over here. <laughs> Spike, what is that? Spiked uh, what's that shit that they sell in the can? Spiked uh, Spike some shit. Spiked I don't drink that tea? bullshit. Bro. I don't know some shit like that. Fucking between Mike. that and the Truly that everybody's like, drinking Mike's now. Mike's Killer Lemonade. That shit. No. Anyways, that. going back to you. But point. yeah, man, like I, I just think it's just made me adaptable to everything, dude. So if you, if tomorrow it was like, yo, you guys, you have to move to fucking. Moscow, you know yeah, what I mean? Okay. I'll just be like, all right, man, fuck it. I got to go. You know, and there's some people that's like, yo, you got to move from Kendall to fucking South Beach. Where it's like, well, well you know, my gym's here and I, my the fucking publics I go to is right down the street. Like some people are so tied to where they are and, and there's tied to everything and they're so comfortable with what they have around them. That's like, if you take out one fucking thing where it's like, okay, now today you can't go to that fucking this place. You have to go to the one in Hialeah or something where it's like, uh, what I do with my life? What the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm screwed. You messed up my whole shit. And I feel like being adapt, like being adaptable, is like one of the best qualities you can have because it's like no matter what, you know that you're gonna, you're gonna. I say like I'm, I can only say in Spanish like yeah, you, can, yeah. you, you can only take care of what you have to take care of if it follows your plan. But mm-hmm. if you're adaptable, it's like yo, like if some shit pops off and I have to go right, then I'm going to go right. And if it goes, I have to go left, I'm going to go left. Like, you know, whatever happens, I know I can, I can take care of what I have to take care of because I'm not, my mind's not set on, it has to be this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just from moving all my life and just traveling and just all this shit, it's just like, bro, I have, I can't, I can't run my life where thinking like, no, everything has to be by the book and by this way. And if it's not, then it's, it's not going to work. No, like, Shit in life sometimes doesn't, it's not a fucking clear path. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to go around some shit. 
And if you can't just go around it, if you're just sitting there staring at the tree that's in your way, like, yo, uh, this shit has to move, then you're fucked, bro. Like, you just, there's nothing, you know, you're just going to fucking, it's either going to take you longer than expected to get to where you want to get, or you're just not going to fucking get there. Yep. And honestly, I mean, going back to that, you know, where you're saying is, I don't, that's why I don't entertain plans. Like, me and plans don't really, are. we don't see eye to eye. I entertain ideas. Why? Because... When you have ideas, right, you can find a way to execute. When you have a plan, I feel like you try to stick to that plan so bad that you miss other opportunities and other ways of getting, you know, like what you yeah. want. Cause, and it goes back to what you're saying about just people being stuck in two of their ways and what they grew up. I'm glad that I went through all the struggles. I'm glad that uh, yeah, sure. we were in the middle of a shoot on the Heights and my parents mm. were like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. You know, because I saw the, my daughters have never seen bullets, right? So, like, to me, I'm like, fuck, man, when do I say, okay, this is a gun, yeah. you know, these are, bu- you know what I'm saying? Like, because they see this shit in movies, but it's different when you experience oh, 100%. it. percent You know Put what I mean? So, it's like, is different. so, it's like, yeah, plans are cool, you know what I mean? But even when it comes to traveling, I just be like, all right, so we got the idea that we want to go Mexico, right? Whatever. All right, so let's just go. Like. Let's not sit here and plan shit for three, four months. Yeah. Because nothing I, ever goes I, as yeah, planned. It's never. And that's life. Right? And then, that's you, and the then when it doesn't go as planned, then you're sitting there fucking pissed off. Then you're off. sitting there for months, like, dwelling on the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, again, just going back to your point about just being adaptable and everything, that comes from all the shit that we went through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Individually. I've been through my own shit. You've been through your own shit. But it's a blessing because we can sit here now. We're still here. You know, we still have our two feet, our two hands. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. We're still over six foot please, plus you're, you know, hey. still, we, we in the gym, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, well, that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, man, just going back to that, honestly, I, I think it's a blessing because while we're there, we don't know any better. So, like you said, when you yeah. just had to pick up and move, it's like, okay, we're just picking up and moving. Like We don't know that it's a bad thing until we become adults and we're like, oh, shit. This is why my mom was fucking feeding me noodles, ramen for a week. Like, there was no money. You know what I'm saying? You could put shit together, but... Now, I have a question that you say that. Yeah. Now, with there's kid, there's people out there that'll say, oh, you know, my parents got divorced or I saw my dad hit my mom and now I need to go fucking shoot up a mall. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what do you think how, like how, say, for instance, you and I have been raised, I have witnessed shootouts, I have witnessed drive-bys, I've witnessed all that shit, you know, and it's just like, whatever, like, yeah, okay, I saw that. Like, what do you think causes someone to be like, okay, well, I saw a shootout, so now it's going to make me into someone who wants to kill people, or or like, that's obviously extreme, but like, how certain people see certain things in their life, and then it turns them into something else, where it's like, oh, my parents got divorced, now I'm pissed off at the world, and I have to take it out on somebody, whereas you and I are witnessing people getting lit up, you know what I mean, on on the street. And it's just like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucked up, but whatever, you know. It, it is what it is. So your question is, say it again, I'm sorry. I was texting your client. I'm going to fucking break that fucking phone. <laughs> I know. Put me. more fucking jam in it. <laughs> Yo, just for you guys, uh, just so you know, fucking Berto put fucking peanut butter and jelly <laughs> i didn't say peanut butter nigga i said strawberry jam yeah all right i was eating is. and my phone landed on strawberry jam fast forward my fucking speaker doesn't work yeah fast forward his phone is anyway 70 smuckers so <laughs> <laughs> but um 
what I'm saying is that like in this world, there are people that get triggered off of shit that's happened to them in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Or shit that they have seen. You know, my dad hit my mom. Now I'm turning into a fucking savage and I'm going to beat the shit out of every girl I'm with or something like that. Us, in a different scenario, we grew up seeing a lot of fucked up shit and it's just like to us it was just like okay you know what i mean we saw that yeah whatever it's fine let's just keep moving so why don't we so you question like why aren't we fucked like, why, why aren't we, we fucked up that? and why are they like i don't oh. i i have i try and talk like, not try and talk but i've had this conversation with other people because i'm very interested on like what what causes that like why why am i i'm not saying i'm fucking normal but why am i not a, a you know statistically not fucked up in the head and then there's other people that you know go through something less and then they're all like tapped up i'll give you two answers for that my opinion one i think that um especially men um i don't know who was it that sent me a statistic the other day oh i was talking to my boy goom shout out to my boy goom hey goomy um I'm seeing him on the tent. still waiting for him to hit me up to play softball but uh, clearly i'm a pussy we'll so be, we'll be playing on the tent <clears throat> wow you gotta just throw that in there yeah anyway so um so one, I think that men tend to have too much pride into seeking help because a lot of the times yeah. it's us men that feel that pressure to be like, oh, I got to be the same person I saw, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think that's one of the issues that people have that they don't seek help. They don't seek help for what they live through. Instead, they just emulate it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and for two my personal response to that is I actually posted this the other day is like the way I see it is that I didn't grow up with any role models. I grew up not wanting to be like certain people that I saw. Mm. So when I saw shit like that, when I saw people getting jumped, when I saw, um, you know, parents get hit, you know, I I mean, you know, I've seen it before, you know, firsthand. Mm. Uh, When I saw just people doing bad shit, my 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 first instinct was like, yo, I want to be part of that. Like, I'm not trying to be cool. My shit was like, yo, I'm not trying to be them niggas. I'm trying to stay off the radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's my answer, my personal answer. It's just like, I just think people are just, go, they go with the flow instead of finding their own, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Their own kind of avenues, mm-hmm. you know? So then they fall into that shit and then they don't know any better because they didn't seek help mm-hmm. or they didn't look for an alternate route. You know what I mean? Have you, sought, uh, have you ever sought out help? Um professional help not yet i've entertained it um as i mentioned to you before like in other talks that we've had i'm i'm entertaining you know a whole psychologist or is it psychiatrist psychologist well psychologist psychology i don't think you want to get prescribed so i would see a psychologist yeah psychologist so i'm entertaining it and not and not because i mean there's no particular reason but i do think that everybody does have something to heal from Mm -hmm. and you know i'm in a i'm in a position where Mentally, I'm okay, but deep down emotionally, I'm still dealing with things from my past mm-hmm. that I don't talk to nobody about, not even my own girlfriend. So I think that, you know, how you told me about Colombia, Ayahuasca, hey, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to have that. And if you I don't... do, I do, but I don't because I'm afraid of that shit. Yeah. Because I know if you went through those days that you were just fucking, you thought you were dying, yeah. I'm going to die. The first, what is it, a week, right? It was a week of that shit? Uh, it was five days. So five days. So yeah. my first day is going to eat me up so much emotionally because I know sober Birdo, like just regular Birdo wakes up every morning. Like I can be like, uh, this ain't nothing and hide it, right? Kind of like just throw it in the back burner, right? And just co- go on with my day. But like you said, when you're in a position where it's just you 
the shit kicking in yeah. and it's just you and your demons literally 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 demons <laughs> i can't i know i won't escape that so i'll fall into like the whole like y'all just give in and let it go so i'm not afraid of it i just don't want to do it yet you know what i mean what do you think that would get you there though what do you mean like what do you think you need to do or what do you think needs to happen for you to be pretty much ready to face it uh just time time to get out as much as possible before i go (laughs) (laughs) because like essentially what and this is something that i've been doing it's like just brushing it yeah i'm good brushing under the rug and before you know it that fucking rug is off the floor and i know my rug is like two stories high right now Yeah, yeah you know what i mean so that is you know the reason why one of the reasons why i went out there and i said fuck it i I didn't know I've heard about it. You yeah. know what I mean? I did my research but, and my cousin that I did it with and my, my, my brother never did it. My cousin did. My cousin's like, listen, this, this isn't your ordinary thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you, you're going to see some shit. Like prepárate. Like prepárate because you're going on, a, you're going to go on a ride that it's not no fucking Six Flags ride. But um, I, I would be intrigued, man, seeing you go out there. I might just, I might just go with you, man. No, I know, I know. We we gonna plan that. We gonna we gonna say that in another episode. You know, traveling experiences and and, and all the uh, shit that we've done. There's one in like two weeks. Yeah, I ain't got the type of time, my brother. Um. <laughs> so so yeah, man. That's just my take on it. I. We'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. Um. The ayahuasca episode. Yeah, that's gonna be. We need a whole ass episode for that. Yeah. Clearly, that was some shit that, that you did. That was some wild shit. So bro. shout out to um. Shout out to ayahuasca. Well, cheers to that. Which is cheers ayahuasca. to ayahuasca for being a. Um, it's ayahuasca, for just being a plant medicine man and just fucking peeling, peeling back years and years of just trauma that you really don't even realize that's really bothering you. Maybe you do, but most of the time you don't. Yeah. And it just puts it right in your fucking face. Like, listen, this is the shit that you need. This to is it. Fix. This is the shit that you're dealing with. So be a man about it. You can't go to your house and. Cry this shit will turn you into a bitch. Like if you think that and quote unquote a bitch, but yeah. this shit will will bring you down to your knees, man. It'll make you surrender to what is what is what, what. it is. Yeah. yeah, shout out to them, man. But that again, that'll be the next episode. Uh, you know, we keeping it moving. Um, anything else on relocation you want to wrap us up with? I feel like uh, pretty no. Good I mean, I feel like if 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 you're out there right now and you have the opportunity, you know, your job has gone fully remote, man. Fuck it, you know, if you're if you don't have anything serious tying you down in a sense, like, you know, I'm not saying kids tying you down, dog, you have kids or, or That's married really what it is. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even sometimes, cause it, sometimes you're with a spouse that really doesn't want to, you know, isn't really about that. You know what I mean? So it's like, you kind of conform to them cause you want to make them happy. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to stay here. She, you know, this girl doesn't want to go anywhere or whatever. But yeah, if you don't have any of that shit tying you down, like why not? You know what I mean? Like if you could fucking say like, all right, I'm going to go move to California for a couple months. Just fucking go. Like it's you're gonna be paying rent here either way or mm-hmm. or mortgage or whatever. Like if obviously like I said, if you don't have a house or any of these other responsibilities. And even if you do, there's options. You rent it out, you get whatever Airbnb, like there's options. But it's like just do it. If it, you go to California or you go to fucking Texas or you go to whatever, Canada, who the fuck knows? But it's like you're gonna get experience about just a different part of the world. You're gonna see different things, see different people, see how different states live different countries live and it's like if it doesn't fucking work out then you move right back there is no contract that's saying that you can never come back once you leave and i feel like that's what 
gets people fucked up. Like you get it twisted. Like, okay, if I leave my house that I've lived here or I've lived, I've lived in Miami my entire life. If I leave here, that means I can never like, no, if you left Miami and you want to go live in fucking Spain for a year, like go ahead, go move to Spain. You save up the money. You do all the logistics, all that shit. And then when a year comes up, if you don't want to fucking stay there, if two months pass by, you don't want to stay there. You fucking just move back. Nope. You move back. There's no saying that once you leave, you can't come. Like, you just go. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. If you love it, then you're like, damn, I w- I'm glad I came here. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing, I'm meeting different people. And that's another thing, too. Like, with all the traveling I've done, like, I can go to a lot of these countries. And, and I have people there. Like, I have friends. Like, and that feels great. That it's like, okay, I'm going to go to Colombia next month. I have X, you know, all these people. And I could just be like, yo, bro, I'm going to be out there next month. Like, let's, let's hang out. You know what I mean? So it's like, now I can travel alone if I want to, because yeah. then I can go there and I have people. You know what I mean? And it just feels great that you can go anywhere in the world and just be like, yo, I have people that I can hang out with. I can go for, out for a drink. And if I want to be alone, then I just go out there and be alone. Mm-hmm. And like I said, man, if it doesn't work out, then so be you it. come back and you do exactly what the fuck you were doing before. You know what I mean? It's the same exact shit. Yeah. So that's my only thing, man. I just, I, the the fear of just like, getting out of that comfort zone it's like bro if you if you live in your comfort zone but you're still not fucking happy because you're just like i'm living the same life i'm doing the same shit yeah it's your comfort zone but you're not fucking happy so just try something else you don't like it you go back bro fuck it you know what i mean and i I, I have the people have audacity to say they feel stuck like i feel like people only feel stuck and this is what i'll this is my last two cents and i'll leave us with this i feel like you're only stuck if you say you're stuck, you're only stuck because you're choosing not to explore other options, right? Mm-hmm. So like you said, when I decided to move back to New York as an adult, and this is me talking with kids, and my daughters were already five, you know, obviously my intentions were to make something happen in New York City, you know, but I was like, if I don't do this now for me, I can't, it's not even about me, like, it's just like, I'm doing this for the right intentions for them, but mm. it's for me, right? There's nothing, besides my daughters, there's nothing in Miami. Mm-hmm. Every Friday I get paid, I'm going to a happy hour. Saturdays, I'm going out. Sundays, I'm going to a brunch. Then I'm going to Tipico. Then I'm going to here. Then I'm going there. Like, it's like, at what point do you tell yourself, yo, there's more to life, right? Yeah. At what point do you tell yourself? So I'll leave you guys with this, right? Just do what you want to do. Do what you think about doing. Entertain ideas. Don't entertain a plan. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. After college and all that shit, whatever is different. You have more flexibility. But when you're an adult, if you're making money, if you have a job here, guess what? You can get a job anywhere else. You can go teach in Japan and make American dollars. Mm-hmm. And you're a teacher. Now you're gonna you get to experience Japan. Like you said, even if it's for a year, a month, whatever it is, just go out and do it because you'll thank yourself later 100%. on. And you don't have to be 60, 70 years old to realize this shit. You can realize this shit a year from then. You'll be like, damn, I was really in Japan a year ago teaching. Yeah. I'm back home now, but it just it makes you so much more of an interesting person too to talk to people want to talk to you so when you're sitting there like yeah i've lived here i've lived there like people are intrigued by that but if you're just like yeah you know i've been chilling in fucking candle yeah i lived in miami my whole life yeah i I lived in miami it's like all right fucking sweet bro you're fucking amazing you know what i mean but like if you have all these different experiences yo i remember one time when i was in costa rica i lived there for a few months i remember i went on this crazy ass excursion like that makes you know, it makes you so much more of like just amazing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And people want to just know you. 
you know, and if you're trying to fucking meet people too, it's like, who the fuck wants to talk to somebody that's boring as shit? It's like, yeah, I've done the same thing for the whole, my whole life and I'm cool with it. But then you meet somebody else. It's like, yeah, I've done this. I've done that. It's like, damn, this person's done a lot. Like it makes that person more attractive, more just interesting. You want to know them. You want to talk to them. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking anybody. And, I'm, and we're not, we're not knocking anybody that, that it's okay with just like, you know, doing the regular exactly. routine. If, I'm saying the people that are complaining about exactly. the situations, like don't complain about a situation if you're not looking for solutions. 100%. You know what I mean? And we're not fucking, you know, therapists and we're not, you know, no. gurus and anything. We're just saying what we've lived through and how it's changed us. Yeah. You heard? Because so, there's some people that are perfectly, if, if you're happy with all that, psh, fucking kudos to you. You're mm-hmm. chilling. You're, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. But more, if you're not, you. if you're not, then shut the fuck up. Get on a fucking plane, go somewhere, yeah, stop being a bitch. Something, and just do something. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, I love having friends. I love having acquaintances. And we'll go over friends and acquaintances in another episode. Because I feel like that is a big episode to talk about. And as we get older, we start realizing like who's really friends and who's acquaintances mm-hmm. and foes and all that. And honestly, I, I I started telling people, I think I was after like, I was at 31. I started really like, I was yeah. like, yo. I'm your friend, right? But why is it every time we're talking, you're telling me the same problem Duh. and I'm giving you options for solutions, but you're still giving me the same problem. Like, I don't need to surround myself with you anymore because you don't want anything better. You just like complaining. Yeah. There, there's a there's a saying that's like, people, some people, no matter how much you try and help them, some people complain because that's the only way of getting attention. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they know that all the shit that you're telling them is going to fucking fix their problems, but they're just like, no, yeah. you know, me bitching and moaning and complaining to everyone, that's getting me attention. So I'm going to just do that. I'm good off of that, but <laughs> shout out to Prolific Podcast, man. We shout here. out, man. Finally. We live, man. Finally. We're rolling. We're rolling. Thanks for those that are tuning in. Uh, we'll be here, man. We'll be here just sharing our thoughts on everything, everything that the world... It's funny because have, we have friends that be like, oh, what's... Oh, what's up? You're doing a podcast? Yeah. About what? About life, my yeah. G. Like, there's no specific. There's, there's no platform. Yeah. It's literally just open concept. Whatever the hell we want to talk about, we're gonna talk about politics, fucking sports, investing, life experiences, yeah. the good, the bad, the dirty, all the shit. At the end of the day, look, man. Our, our our goal, our mission, our our focus is why we started it. Why we started it is just reach one, teach one kind of thing. Yeah, you know. I, what mean, I mean, we like, all like you know. This is our first step. We didn't really tell them why we started it, but it's just. You know, we have very, <laughs> we have very, uh, you know, profound conversations yeah, and yeah. it's like, fuck it, man. Why don't we just record it? You know, we don't Why know not? what this, this can be nothing, but this can be something. Exactly. And it's not about likes. It's not about money. It's not about views. Honestly, it's, it's really just about impact. Yeah. You know? And I say, we leave it at that, man. Uh, we'll catch you guys later. Thank you guys for tuning in. Prolific podcast. IG at prolific podcast. Ya tu sabe. Ya tu sabe, and man. And sooner or later we'll have, um our uh email up so you guys can email in you know advice or things that you guys want us to touch on and you know we'll definitely get that and as we go we're going to come up with you know different games and shit like that that we can play during i'm I'm thinking up a bunch of different shit yeah yeah, we're gonna spike it up man we're gonna gonna change the game a little bit you heard baby steps all right man thanks for tuning in guys and cut and cut